hitting you with the best music on All Flavors Radio. If you like what you're hearing, spread, spread the, the word. word. And now, here's another one. Well, children, where there is so much racket, there must be something out of kilter. I think that twixt the Negroes of the South and the women at the North all talking about rights, the white man will be in a fix pretty soon. But what's all this here talking about? That man over there says that women need to be helped in the carriages and lifted over ditches and to have the best place everywhere. Nobody ever helps me into carriages or over mud puddles or gives me any best place. And ain't I a woman? Look at me. Look at my arm. I have plowed and planted and gathered into bonds and no man could head me. And ain't I a woman? I could work as much and eat as much as a man when I could get it and bear the lash as well. And ain't I a woman? I have borne 13 children and seen most all sold off to slavery. And when I cried out with my mother's grief, none but Jesus heard me. And ain't I a woman? Then they talk about this thing in the head. What's this they call it? That's it, honey. What's that got to do with women's rights or Negro rights? If my cup won't hold but a pint and yours holds a quart, wouldn't you be mean not to let me have my little half measure full? When that little man in black there, he says women can't have as much rights as men because Christ wasn't a woman. Where did your Christ come from? Where did your Christ come from? From God and a woman. Man had nothing to do with him. If the first woman God ever made was strong enough to turn the world upside down all alone, these women together ought to be able to turn it back and get it right side up again. And now they is asking to do it. The men better let them. Obliged to you for hearing me. And now old Sojourner ain't got nothing more to say. How are you all doing out there in all flavors land? It's the Drive Time Show. Let's talk Drive Time Show. I am Wimbo77. How are you all doing out there? How are you all doing out there, listeners? What a beautiful, beautiful day we had today, Lily. Uh, I was locked inside. Oh, hush. I'm <laughs> sorry. Polly, Polly. Polly, Polly. Polly, Polly. Uh, we were out, um, got things done here and then able to get out and um, take the kids to park even today. Nice. Which was lovely, lovely, lovely. And... Oh, it just feels so good to get that sun that we've all been longing for mm-hmm. onto our skin, top up the menolin, and it just gives you a whole new lease of life. Would you agree? It does. It does. It's so refreshing to have a bit of sunshine. Mm. So um, what have you... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So what have you all been doing out there yourselves? 
Have you been able to bask in the sun? The start end was absolutely glorious as well. So we've had a good start. We have. Would you say? Took a nice drive yesterday, actually. Oh, where did you go? South London. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Where to South London? Just a drive. Just dropped um, a friend off somewhere. Yeah. Um, a bit further than we expected, but it was nice. It was nice to get out, get a bit of sun. Not been feeling very well, so... Mm. Like it gave us that little boost, yeah. you know. Sometimes you have to be out of the house to feel a bit better. Um, so yeah, it was quite nice. Mm. I, I think we went well, we went to the wetlands. So mm. there's wetlands on the east side, and there's a wetlands on the west side. Okay, and so we went on the east, um, on Saturday that takes you down to Walthamstow. Mm-hmm. Oh, the views are just amazing. amazing. And then we went on the west side, never been there before and loads of swans wow the waterway so it is it is actually i think it's the reservoirs but you can do walks there okay and yeah absolutely beautiful so the the only uh, you saw the cygnets little tiny um birds the little baby ducks and the cygnets little baby swans and the only thing was the people traffic. I think the people traffic. There's a lot of people out, yeah. yeah. But it's because they're allowed out of the house now. Mm. <laughs> they're allowed out of the house. It's because they've been locked up for so long. Yeah. And then you get one little piece of sunshine and you've got to make the most of it. That's you right. You really do. See sun get out there and bathe. Yeah. Because Definitely. it might be snowing tomorrow. Especially in the UK, you know, that's how it is. And also shouting out all the DJs that have done a, an amazing job over the start end. And Mark Philogene and DJ Slim yesterday for your great two great shows. You can catch uh, Mark Philogene on a Monday and Sunday and DJ Slim on a Monday and Thursday. Beautiful music. Absolutely just kept us going mm. anyway over the, the start end with entertainment as well. So today's National Day... Notice what it was. Today's National Day is National Say Something Nice Day. Say Something Nice Day. Say Something Nice. Yeah. So did you say something nice to anyone today? Um, I always say something (laughs) nice. I always say something nice. I can't remember what I said today, but I said a few nice things, I think. Uh, So if it's in your nature, then this day is like, and again... See, something nice day is every day, yeah. not just a day, but obviously we're highlighting um, the type of day that it is. And it says the 1st of June, oh, 1st of June, it's scary, extra pleasant for everyone. The purpose of this holiday is to counteract bullying and the lack of civility and common courtesy that is growing among people in today's world. Yeah. I, I, I totally agree with that. Because it says, if we practice saying something nice today, we'll continue into all tomorrows. It's true. It's, um, it says, if you, when we were young, many of us often heard, if you can't say something nice, don't say nothing mm. at all. And I actually said those words <laughs> to Jayla the other day. Um, but it should be... I don't think it should be don't say nothing at all. I think you should be forced to try and find something nice to mm. say. Mm. Um like today is forcing us to say something nice which sometimes that can be very hard yeah yeah and if someone's sort of ticked you off or something Mm. it's easier to get mad and say something nasty yeah than shut put the stopper on like you say the little um let the not the 18 year old lily come up (laughs) 
and and to even like you said I, I think yeah sometimes saying nothing at all does help there was age. a number of times today I had to lock nine, 18 year old Lily away <laughs> a number of times today mm. just the just the, the gumption of some people um and it's in those moments where you just have to <clears throat> just hold your tongue <laughs> you know yeah. you hold your tongue but today say something nice day so maybe i should have replaced those um hold your tongue moments with even though this person is <clears throat> yeah just just so amazing See, it say says that nice. if we if we say something nasty yeah we can't take it back yeah and that's the scary part of it We've, we might have said something really cruel mm. something whatever it is that we've said that we feel guilt about when we've thought about it you know and it's it's out and it's just out said there it off the, the cuff or something isn't it yeah yes yeah, out there in the ether so it it does lead to many more tomorrows if we say something nice mm. and it says do you pay do you do you pay attention to compliments leish when someone gives you a compliment um yeah but I'm also that person that someone will give a compliment to and I'd get a bit embarrassed. Mm. Own it. I know. They do say that, don't they? But it's not It's not easy. Or we make an excuse as to why yeah. something that you said to me. Like, for example, when I, I went out on Saturday and got quite a few compliments on my outfit. And me being me, went and told everybody about the outfit and how it was constructed and were instead of just saying oh yeah thanks i know yeah <laughs> do you know what i mean sometimes it's you have like you're saying own a compliment someone gives you a compliment just say thank you mm. um but i do i get quite embarrassed sometimes it's hard so when someone does say something nice perhaps you know um it says a little bit of both but there are other lessons we can learn from generally nice people it's more than just saying nice things as well. Mm. So they generally listen to others and put others first when they pay a compliment. It isn't usually practiced. Mm. So it's genuinely coming, it's authentic and their sincerity is felt by the receiver. So when someone is authentic and they do say something nice from the heart, we generally feel it mm. as well, as opposed to, like it said, being practiced. Yeah. Can, can you sense when someone's like not being sincere? Yes really a lot of the time yeah mm. and they're saying they're asking a question with a smile on their face uh-huh. but they don't really want to know the answer they're just being a bit sarcastic and through gritty or trying yeah saying it through oh, oh congratulations so really they're like you know, yeah 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 so it's learning it to be quite a lot learning to be um authentic so it says there how to observe it how do we observe this now uh, think about the nicest person you know. Take a cue from them and put one of their better qualities into practice. Saying Say something nice to or about someone. So it doesn't have to be to them or it can be about them. Bring a smile to someone's face for the sheer joy of seeing them smile. Seek no reward other than knowing that someone's day is better because a nice word was said. Mm. And what you do is you use the hashtag, say something say something nice day and post on social media so hashtag say something nice day so with all your pictures that you're instagramming and your tiktoks and your whatnots your hashtag in say something nice day mm. it's funny because i was with um friends yesterday and um sue bless her soul said she's such a lovely person she mm. said, I said you're so sweet and she goes yeah but such and such is sweeter than me i says no no <laughs> you're sweet you're sweet you know and 
this is, like it says, they think about the nicest person, you know, mm. and how they are, isn't it? Yeah. Take a cue from them and learn from their qualities, perhaps. Mm. Because we all have flaws. We ha- all have letdowns as well. So mm. if we can look at someone and think, oh, that's really beautiful quality. You know, I'm going to try and kind of put that into practice myself. Yeah. That's kind of helpful, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yes, the National Say Something Day. So it says, Mayor Keith Summary of North Charleston, South Carolina, um, proclaimed um, June the 1st as Say Something Nice Day in 2006. So it's relatively new. Um, and it was in recognition of the communication efforts of specialist Dr. Mitch Carnell, founder of the day. Carnell is also the author of Say Something Nice, Be a Lifter at Work. Oh, yes, because you lift people up, don't you? Mm. And the South Baptist Convention and the Charleston Atlantic Presbytery joined with Carnell to establish the day. Mm. So that's great, isn't it? So at that, that point there, that it's, he's written this book, Carnell's written this book, Say Something Nice, Be a Lifter at Work. So when, when we say something nice to, to people, that's what it generally does, isn't mm. it? Sometimes it's hard, though, to be a lifter at work when mm. everyone else is on a downer. Yeah. Like, there are days when you know every there's just negativity coming from all areas mm-hmm. um and it's very hard to not find something nice to say but to even want to be in conversation mm. yeah because we can be in our own funk yeah. as well depend again dependent on the way that we've woken up or mm. this is why the importance of having that um, little 2020 remember there's a book the 5am club yeah and it's a 2020 and he highlights 20 minutes meditation 20 minutes of training 20 minutes of reading mm. and that sets you up for the day and it really does it really really does why are you smiling at me <laughs> like, who has 60 minutes in the morning i know you do but mm, i just must cherish sleep way too much did you hear what the book's called 5am club okay the 5am 5am club it's a brilliant book Robin Sharma really really good book it's not just that because you could I guess the, the day it's just no, like but you set yourself you set your day up to go as mean yeah 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 it does make sense you know and and it really does work it does I just feel like I've been sleep deprived for the last six years and oh. I'm trying to catch up don't worry it doesn't get any better <laughs> You know, but oh, that wasn't something nice, was it? It doesn't get any better. It does. <laughs> it will get better. I'm hoping it does, yeah. It will get better. So there are 1,500 national days, guys, so don't miss a single one. And I think today there was about five, but I thought this was really, really nice one. Say something nice day. Hashtag say something nice. So today in history, um, the poem that we heard at the beginning, mm-hmm. that was Sojourner Truth. An amazing woman. I've never heard of her before. Never. Um, she was a an abol a, that was that word abolitionist like, abolitionist and speaker in eighteen forty three. Yeah, um, she was a former slave. Okay. Yeah, former slave. She um, became an ad- outspoken advocate for abolition, um, temperance, and civil and women's rights in the nineteenth century, and she also done um, civil work war that earned her an invitation to meet President Abraham Lincoln in 1684. It's lovely, Mm. isn't it? So Sojourner Truth, 1797 to 1883. 
and um, you know she was she was also a writer yeah she worked very hard um, during the Civil War and as we spoke of uh, spoke a lot on abolitionists (laughs) abolitionists right on that (laughs) (laughs) so that should be our that's our word for today (laughs) abolitionists (laughs) use it in a sentence oh you you went to the for the word of the day for today it's quite an interesting one and I think we will be able to slip it in we will be able to slip it in today Mm. so um she was born Isabella Bomfrey. Yeah, I saw that. Isabella Bomfrey, a slave in Dutch-speaking Ulster, con- Ulster County, New mm. York. I didn't know they spoke Dutch in New York. I didn't even know that the Dutch went in. And as, sla- as slave traders, the Dutch. No, they did, because okay. they, they um, colonised places like, um, what's it called? Curaçao. Because okay. they speak something called papiamento mm. which is spanish and dutch mixed space written exactly how it sounds it's a really weird looking language um but i met someone from there and he had european had a european union passport mm. because they were still under the dutch wow yeah. so a lot of those small like little, little islands spotted islands that yeah. no one really hears much of they were still um colonized Mm. Dutch, French and Spanish I think more the Dutch going into Africa sometimes as opposed to like South Africa that's what I think of them going in there but if they went as opposed to Africa yes they went to they went to the, the what was the name of the islands Curaçao uh, Curaçao and I think there's a couple of other little islands as mm, well that's really interesting so to hear that but it says that it, this one was um, New York that's random <laughs> it's really oh. random <laughs> and mm. she was sold four times um, harsh physical labour and then she, she I think she escaped I'm sure I have read this story I've, I've got a book on um, a woman that she hides in this box and she gets away and it says that she ran away with her infant Sophia to a nearby abol- abolitionist family <laughs> so sorry guys <laughs> it's just not registering in my brain abolitionist there family the Van Wagens that bought her freedom. That's, um, I'm wondering if they were of the... Dutch? That's definitely a Dutch name, but they're, yeah. not, they're not black. No, no, no. Don't forget, during this time as well, there were people that were against the slave movement. Yeah. And I saw something, I'm thinking this same year, I think they had the date wrong because it was January the 1st and not June 1st that slavery was abolished. Not in all of America, because some of the states, they were like, nope, we're not having it. Mm. But then uh, come a certain point, and then Abraham Lincoln did put out that. Because we're soon to celebrate Juneteenth. Oh, yes, of course. Of um, course. The day that it was finalised. Yes, yeah. So within the month. Yeah. We were talking about this not too long ago as well, weren't we, Juneteenth? So she ran away. We're talking about um, truth. Sojourner Truth, and we listened to her poem right at the beginning there. Um, she she moved to New York in 1828. The dates are really random, aren't they? They're sort of mm. when she was born, because she was born in 1700, 1797. Oh, wow, through to um, 83. So she lived a long, good old life. Mm. 
Okay, but we're talking about um, Sojourner Truth, and she was an advocate for civil rights women's movement um, in the 19th century, which is fabulous. And um, this family that bought her freedom, bought the family's freedom, but the slave owners kept her children. Yeah, and she was able to sue them for the return of her five-year-old son, Peter, who was illegally sold into slavery in Alabama. Mm. So they were still doing it, pinching the children, Mm. same as what's going on. like what's going on now, yeah. Yes, yeah. I, I saw young boys cycling today, no parents. I was like, and I, I was on I think, eggshells I, today yeah. in the park. Yeah. I was like, because I had three of them. Oh, wow. I had, I had um, my niece mm. and my little ones. Mm. And I was like, no, stay together. Stay yeah. in front. It was just nerve wracking. It's very hard to walk down the street with them and not be little bit panicky yeah. but it, it, i made something um i think it was a snapshot or something the other day when i was talking about being on high alert mm. um because you're gonna still see children are gonna go to school by themselves children yeah. are gonna be out on the road by themselves yeah because the parents are at work yeah so just so, again vigilance yeah so she was able to meet william lloyd garrison frederick douglas frederick douglas yeah wow. and she gave speeches which was amazing they were saying that one 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 thing that she gave a speech at and it was all white men obviously she's talking about abolishing slavery she's speaking oh about my. all the things they do not want to hear and it turns out they just wanted to lynch her they really wanted to go for it and then she prayed to the lord and she says what she doing? and then she started singing and it kind of appeased their spirit mm. and they left her alone amazing isn't it wow <laughs> absolutely amazing she also met people like um elizabeth Elizabeth Candy Stanton. Oh, I thought that was Candy Stanton, you know, the singer, but no. Uh, and uh, Susan B. Anthony. They were temperance ad- advocates mm. and they quickly joined forces together. So she was an amazing woman. She's done woman. a lot. I know. She's did, done a lot in her life. Yeah, yeah. So we know we know the Harriet Tubmans, mm. but there was so much people speaking in the behalf of their 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 fellow slaves or fellow humans and this is one of them she was an amazing woman she wrote that um speech that was the one that we heard right at the beginning of the show and it says she was honored yeah. um, she was honored with an invitation to the white house and became involved with the freedoms bureau mm. helping freed slaves find jobs and build new lives um mm. Whilst in Washington, D.C., she lobbied against segregation. Mm. And in the mid-1860s, when a streetcar conductor tried to violently block her from riding, she ensured his arrest and won her subsequent case. Things like this may, I find very interesting because mm. we only hear about the Rosa Parks when actually someone before Rosa Parks made that stand yes. and then someone before that person yes. Yes. has obviously made a stand because she, she did it in the 1860s. So, And she took him to court. Yeah, she and won. won. <laughs> Good for her. Do you know she had no law background, nothing. Mm. She couldn't read, she couldn't write. Someone wrote her speeches down for her. Yet she got so much done in that sense. She, she stood got up. Slaves land. Yeah. yeah, she was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So let's Sojourner Truth, an amazing woman. Really mm. look in, look into her. And we, again, we were talking about say something nice. How we can learn from our ancestors, mm. what they instill in us that we can take away and work with. It's a bit like that Sasha lady last mm. last week. Um, she is speaking for rights and stuff. So we're still doing it. 
we're still doing it but learning from these ones and what they did and even with no education Mm -hmm. how much they accomplished Mm -hmm. I think she's a really amazing woman I want to look a bit more into her and she wrote she delivered a famous um, speech called Ain't I a Woman Mm -hmm. and that's just what we we just listened to that you know and she spoke on some amazing amazing things there in the sense of you say that um, I'm a woman and a woman should be lifted up into a carriage and all this stuff but you ain't doing that for me yeah so basically she she saw through the folly of the ways from being a black woman yeah. at that time right wow. yeah she, she's she's very inspirational actually mm. just to see all that she accomplished in the time when she was black and she was a woman she's done quite a lot that's, but that's quite a lot in her life yeah before slavery mm. had, fin- had had been finished mm. so what does it take what courage does it take to stand up a lot speak a lot <sighs> because even in a room where there are not a lot of voices against you mm. sometimes it's very hard to be that person that speaks up and says actually you're wrong mm. um, we was talking about something today and I'm not going to specify what it was, but it was talking about something today. And inside me, I felt like the others that were making the points were wrong. Mm. But at that point, I had no confidence to say that because they've always got a comeback. They've always got a justification. They've always got, at some times, the upper hand. Um and it can just become so draining mm. to try and get people to understand your point and to get people to... You don't want to be argumentative. I was listening to... Um, oh, what's his name? Carnegie's How to Make Friends... Ooh, win um, Friends. Win Friends and mm. Influence People this morning. And he makes the point that you don't want to argue with the person. You want to give them the idea, yes, but make them feel like they have come up with the idea so that they eventually support your idea. Mm. And I do see that happening in the workplace when it comes to people of our um, calibre. I'm going to use that word now, calibre, because I don't like this E-D-N-I and B-A-M-E. When it comes to people of our calibre, they they don't understand us and they don't understand why we are fighting for certain things. Um, And I felt that that was partially there in this conversation that we had today um but we're still doing something about it It, it's not very obvious that we're trying to prove a point Mm. but in the process that that is happening at the moment it's going to be shown that you try to say we didn't have a foot to stand on when actually here's the evidence that we do yeah and sometimes you can't just come out and say that you can't just say no you're wrong this has been happening for years and we want to change that's never ever gonna work especially when it comes to the opposition that we're coming up against so now we have to find that she's very open she's very blunt she's taken people to court Mm. and said you didn't let me get your bus you're a fool give me yeah. money do you know what I mean it's that kind of thing but and New York was a free state yes for lot, one of the north the north was relatively free Maybe yes there were some um, states there that wasn't but mm. she she had every right to get there to, to do it so 
that's why a lot of um, slaves used to they fled fled to Canada mm. and to New York, which they could buy their free, freedom in that sense. And yeah. even ones that bought their freedom, they used to go up there and pinch them and yeah, take them, them you know. And no, she wasn't having it. She really was not having having it. And because it says he tried to violently block her from riding, mm. when in fact she had every right to be there. Mm. And like you said, you felt a certain way and should have been able to speak out. Mm. But it's the, it's the strength to. that she shows as yeah. a woman yeah. and as a black woman mm. because there's two things there that our society at the moment mm. are putting against us and we spoke about that the strength of a black woman that yeah. can bring her down yeah. and sometimes it's very draining mm. to try and be that person mm. um, but she's obviously she's so in empowered she's empowered herself mm. the the family that freed her empowered her so it, it as controversial as it may feel she still had to go to the others to get that support do you know what i mean mm. she still had to have one of them on her side and if you feel like you it, that's my thing if there's no one there yeah that understands where you're coming from it makes it a bit more it's difficult more difficult so you have to you have to get your codes you have to get people that are on not even on the same level as you, but even partially on your mm, side mm. so that you can start filtering through, filtering through that information. Because even though we'd speak of the others in that sense, we've got to recognise that we've all just got to work together. Exactly. And some can't and don't want to. Yeah. But some will. That's what that showed us with the yeah. work and a family that bought her freedom. Yeah. £20. That must have been a lot back then. Um, yeah, it's a lot of money. So it's a matter of working together. Yeah. And it's not, it is a them and us, but only to the exactly. ones that are. Yeah. yeah. Because in the States, I saw um, this documentary. They still have um, anti Nazism. I can't think of the right yeah, word. Yeah, man. They got uh, Nazis. Ku Klux Klan is yep. still very rife and a lot of people in senate and state and congress yeah. are amongst those kind of people these those are all the people that have the com is it the confederate flag hanging outside yes. their house and stuff like yes. that yeah okay so th th it's still very rampant and apparent mm. that they a lot of um, black slaves went forward for, in the civil war for their freedom yet still when barack obama went into office the, the, there was uproar yeah the kkk that then it it multiplied yeah and these things shouldn't be happening in our day we surely we should be living more freely together and embracing who each of us are but sadly it doesn't go that way i do feel like sometimes the positive others are a drop in the ocean mm. because i feel like they get so overshadowed by the the ugly side of them yeah um, that that's all we really see and there may be in a group of 10 there may only be one or two racists mm. but they're the ones that are going to stand out and then the ones that aren't racist there might be three or five that they're not but they're too scared to stand up for themselves so then they look like they are because they're one that they're not speaking out for us and then mm. those, there's those ones that are really vocal there's I mean I know I took about tiktok too much but i see a lot of them b being the educators and trying to be the ones that are saying to their you know count yeah. their people that actually we're wrong and this is right um but for for each one there's there's always someone that's 
Yeah. It's just, even with us, it's the same with us, isn't yeah. it? Because I've, I've seen that side as well, this start end, mm. where we should be coming together and we're so far removed from each yeah. other. This is why we can find ourselves in the situation that we're in. Mm. But we will speak more on that um, after the break and we'll be doing our word for the day. See y'all in five. Then was Night of the World with Bahia. So welcome back. How are you doing out there, listeners? I forgot to say what the question of the week was. I think did, we've not put it in the chat room yet, have we, Lily? Lily? Um, but the question of the week is, is it all right to date your friend's ex? We will be just discussing that a little bit later on. And, um, you know, sometimes things aren't controversial. Some things are, but is it all right to date your friend's ex or your um, a sibling's ex or, you know... Is that okay to do that? All right. So going on from the National Day, National Say Something Nice Day, and Sojourner Truth, word of the day, Lily. The word of the day today is... My word has gone funny. (laughs) I can't see. Sorry, it's too small. The word of the day today is... You see it? Anfractus. Oh, I said that wrong. Anfractuous. 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 Mm. And it means full of windings and intricate turnings. Tortuous. Mm. Interesting word, isn't it? Anfractuous. Anfractuous. Plots and paths can be anfractuous. So, oh, so we went on a walk to the wetlands and the path I must say was rather unfractuous <laughs> <laughs> getting it in a sentence early I see okay so it says never mind the English word comes from the comes from oh from the Latin verb Tristan says comes from the Latin verb frangier that's really different, meaning mm. to break. Frangier is also the source of fracture, fraction, fragment, and frail. That's very interesting. Um, but one of the steps between frangier and anfractus is Latin anfractus, which means coil and bend. So it was like a broken bend. Mm, broken arm. Bend your arm, you break it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Frangier. Frangier. There you go. Corben, the prefix here means around. Around. So going around. So uh, the, the path was so unfractious un- that we had to find a path around it. <laughs> no, because unfractious means around. <laughs> no, unfractious no, <and> <laughs> means full of windings and yes. intricate turning. So the actual the actual path is unfractious. Mm. And you, um, yeah. It says there that the ears and the auditory canals and fractuosity because it is quite bendy in the, the eardrum, isn't it? It goes yeah, up and down. And... Yes, yes. Once you get past the ossicles. Look at you throwing an extra one. The ossicles are the, <laughs> the, fo- the bones that you find in the ears. Oh, the ti- they're the tiniest bones of the body, yes, aren't they? Yes, the tiniest yeah. bones in the body. See, I knew that. 
there you go. Ossicles. I think they are ossicles. Yes, (laughs) they are. So I'm Frankious, beautiful listeners. So if you would like to call in, you know, the line's open um, from 7 o'clock, who's 7895-134-713. And in your answers, maybe you can use, dependent on what we're speaking about, you can use that word anfractious in your sentence. And like we say, it's always good to build your... to build our vocabulary, mm-hmm. isn't it? So get word of the, your day or get a word of the day in your inbox every single day. Yes. Hey. Oh. So I'm seeing here school day to be extended in England. Yes. But why? Apparently they want to catch up. They want to catch up. Yeah, but what about the children that don't need to catch up? Well, it says the, gov- the government's considering it, but then uh, Oxford... Studies showed that it's it's not going to make any difference. That the, the children won't catch up. No, because they'll. So I also heard a um, read a study that said children start school too early. Yeah, well, I know in is it Sweden that they start from about seven years old, isn't it? No, as in during the day. Oh, what nine o'clock? Yes, too early. So the person that was making the point was saying mm. that children should have a day that starts from about ten o'clock. Yeah, that space between eight fifty eight. 30-ish and 9, 9.30, 10, mm. their brains are still readjusting to the daytime. So getting used to learning and things like that. Um, so learning should start at 10 o'clock. Okay. Makes sense. And I know in Spain that they have a siesta or they go half day. So there's, they have some children that will go, say, 10 till 1. Mm. And then they have another set of students that will go at a different time later on in the afternoon. I don't know if they... I thought they just had siesta in the middle. No, I think they and swap they home, home for lunch. lunch. I'm not too sure. But I know that they um, they, they have like two sets. Can't have half um, Let school. me wrong. Why? But the, look at this. How long were your lessons? An hour. Right. And even for an adult, being in uni all day is, is a lot. Yeah, but you're programmed i'm using that word now mm. you're programmed as a child to get used to a nine to five day sorry to get used to a, a nine to three day mm. a six hour day it's, it's too long for me personally it's too long especially was that ones. because you was out of education for a while before no. you went back to uni no because i i'm just saying that for, i think 45 minutes for what well, mind you it's a class of students yeah and you've got to get around all those students Whereas you were saying, I'm sure the other day, that they'd give you the work and you'd be finished. Yeah, in the first few minutes. See, okay, so this is the thing. At at primary school level, mm. they're not doing hour-long lessons. It's just kind of a smorgasbord of it. This is how I see primary school, I don't know. Okay. Someone please correct me. But I see it as a smorgasbord of information. They do a bit of art and craft. They do a bit of English. They do a bit of maths. Mm. Um, and they don't spend ridiculously long on one topic. I know for a fact yeah. that some children, most, 15 minutes is when you got their attention. That's good if you got 15 minutes. Right. So no one is sitting a child of under year six age down, maybe year six age, but not for an hour. No, it's That's too not long. Happening. Yeah. But then when I got to secondary school, yeah. the lessons were an hour, 45 minutes, between 45 minutes and an hour. I feel like there was an hour. Unless it was a double lesson. Unless it was a double lesson. Mm. Um, and yeah, if the work that they handed out in the beginning of a class, this is your instruction. If there weren't any challenging tasks, mm. then 
I'd be done in 20, 30 minutes. And I found, from what I recall, that a lot of the, 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 the teachers didn't really give you the time of day anyway. They just give you a worksheet, work yeah. through it. But they're not really... There was no teaching. Yeah. Oh, that sounds really bad. There was teaching, no. I'm not going to paint them all with the same brush. Mm. Um, but they weren't... Like, now I am a, a educator. I see the work that goes into prepping a lesson. Yeah. And I see the interaction that needs to happen in a lesson. You you know you're a teacher. Yeah. Um. So we know the processes that are involved in making sure each student mm. has taken something from that lesson. Okay, you're going to get it from the... Top set. Te- yeah. <laughs> you're going to get it from the exam or the test that you do at the end of the lesson or the pop quiz that you do at the beginning of the lesson. Yeah. But during the lesson, how do you know that I've actually done... that I've got anything from your actual lesson if you're just giving me a worksheet? Mm. And then the bell goes and then we're gone. I might have gone home and, and, and read up and there's no... There was no... Interaction. Like, no. Yeah. Well, it says that this um, Sir Kevin Collins, the government's Education Recovery Commission, seeks to establish the minimum of 35-hour week and add 100 hours of additional schooling compared with existing timetables uh, in many state schools and colleges. 100? Where are they getting 100 hours from? Sorry. And where are they getting the teachers to do it, is my next question. Are they... Go- because the, the teachers were out for, during this that period that they're going to get them to go in and teach because that's not, you know... I mean... Right. Because I thought the plan was to extend the term time. Mm. So they wasn't finishing, like, the first couple of weeks of July. They was going to finish the first week in August. Yeah. Um, Which, kind of yay, but kind of no. I quite... I don't mind the children being at home. Mm. I like being able to get up, do activities, blah, blah, blah. Um, but... You do hear parents complaining that six weeks is too long now. Yeah. Mind you, six weeks ain't never going to be too long for the parents for after all the time <laughs> that they spent at home with them from last after year. After the whole it? year at home, yeah, so, no. But I, I don't, I don't think six weeks is long enough. I mean, they spend six weeks in class. Mm, yeah. And the thing is, the, the whole purpose of the six weeks holiday was for the harvest, Mm. That was why they took them out for six weeks. They'd done the harvest, brought in all the crops, and that was the whole purpose behind it. Okay. So, obviously, schooling. I mean, schooling's from Victoria times. So, what, just over 120 years? Mm. Probably around that, that amount of time that all children were able to, able go. to go to school. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, farmhands, whatever, they'd be out at clearing. So, that's what that time period was for. Okay. However, this... Um, says there's a 56-page document that reports at the Times, from the, reported by the Times, sorry, which Boris Johnson had briefed on plans about this whole extending the school time. And there's a small group of tutoring for 5 million stu- students and pre- professional development for teachers. Tutoring is different then. Mm. If that's what it is, then fine. So small but if it's not compulsory tutors. to be in school until 6 mm. o'clock... Because I'm seeing school day, it says other proposals have been considered to include an extension of the school day from 8am to 5pm. That's 5 or 6pm. That's a 12 hour shift. But that is... That's hard for an adult. Yeah, but it says here it's been working 
on this catch up plan for schools and colleges. So is it primary school? Is it secondary school? What where is this? What schools? It's not very clear. Maybe it is secondary because it says here. Collins recovery plan focused on three T's of time, teaching and tutoring paid for recovery premium with 12 billion paid directly to schools and targeted at disadvantaged pupils. Head teachers would be given a high degree of autonomy over how the how they spent the funds, which would be monitored by Ofsted um, rather than Department for Education directly. But £700 per pupil over three years. That's not a lot, actually. That's not. That's a couple pencils and some notepads. Mm. And I find this interesting, actually, because I actually know someone that works in... They work in the DFE? I'm sure they work in the DFE. And I had a conversation with them um, a while ago and asking them if they were extending the school year. Yeah. And they work predominantly i think in primary school yeah and they said to me no they haven't heard anything and i spoke to someone as well and she said no but is that the department DFE? everyone is the department of education but it's but it says they've got so have they got to do that spend before autumn or have they spent that because even during covid was it there was some kind of teaching going on yeah there was teaching going on i know um Early years didn't have that much. They got sent home packs, a lot of the early years schools. Mm. But from like year two up, there were classes, um, like a couple of hours of Teams calls and Zoom calls yeah. and stuff like that. Um, Not as intense though when they're going into school. No. So it says it's the government, they are they are looking to recruit new teachers before the end of the parliament as part of the education. So it's called Education Recovery Plan. I guess there must be an easier way to help students or because they're talking about disadvantage. So is it disadvantaged in the disadvantaged community? Yeah. Or is it disadvantaged in the fact that the ones that are disadvantaged no. in education? This is disadvantaged community. Do you know why I say that? Because... Those parents that are, or those communities that are going to like private schools yeah. and things like that, they most probably would have closed, but they're tutoring. They, they'll have access private to tutoring tutors, and yeah. things like that. Whereas children who are just going to state schools that may not have the funds to support tutoring for their child, for their mm. children... The, that's that's what I think they they're talking about when they talk about when they're referring to disadvantaged because yeah. every single child was disadvantaged during COVID. It's regardless exactly. of whether they were teaching from home or mm. they were homeschooled or whatever. Um, the government knows that fifty percent of these children, at least, the parent struggled. Yeah, and no no child won't do no home. The funny thing home. is, is we put we done a group, didn't we? Like a group of yeah. parents with the children, but. No one really tapped into the group. I feel that was partially because they didn't really understand what it was for. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. But wow. then not all of them are also... Um, they don't speak English. Okay. So you let them know what things are available and stuff like that. 
But it would be been but, good to get into little groups and, and learn mm-hmm. as groups of children so that the kids could still see each other but and all of that kind of stuff. They were still doing Zoom at that point, weren't they? Because yeah. this was the second time round. Yeah. So they did still, still see their colleagues on Zoom. Okay. Even though... It's tough, but some, some Mommy, parents... I'm fed up of Zoom. I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> She's so fed up of Zoom. Who isn't fed up of Zoom? Come on, yeah. guys. Come on. I met someone for the first time. Um, coming off a Zoom call. She's so beautiful. You can't see her. Mm. You know, we can't see anyone on that little screen, you know. Mm. And it was really nice. But Collins report argues that the UK as a whole had the longest closures of schools and universities combined in Europe. So we had the longest closures. And many students in England missed around 23 weeks of school closures during yeah. the pandemic, which cost the economy at least 100 billion in lost productivity. <laughs> Where do they get that from? Can I say as well, when it talks about universities, that I feel that it is a complete, is completely unacceptable mm. that students still paid full fees. I think, yeah, they need to give them their money And back. were made to learn from home. Because I've been, um, one of my friends is do, in her final year now. Mm. And she was making the point that now they're online. Whereas before you could just go to the tutor and the lecturer after the session, she's like, now we've got to email them. They don't reply to emails. I recall that whole last module that <laughs> I did yeah. that was self-taught. Yeah. We did not, not teach us not one lesson as regards to um, professional um, um, standards. Mm. We had to go off and do it ourselves. We're, you're paying for a service, but it's not being... F- um, fulfilled yes in, and the thing is I don't know how they lost a hundred billion because it's well maybe it's through student loans or whatever no but they still get student loans because students were still in uni um doing it on zoom or teams no doing it on here's your work module is online mm. go and read the work it's very I think that they should at least give them half off of what but then they'd they'd, that, that 100 billion they'd claim would be more. Out of order. What are your thoughts out there, listeners, about uh, the school day being extended in England? Um, there's been a leak that due, because of COVID that they want to extend school hours, school, school, college, university. What are your thoughts on that? Let us know and we'll see y'all in five. Oh, Wow sounds of Helen Baylor there I love that song it is such a beautiful song it's a very spiritual song and we know the almighty brings an oasis right rains down an abundant blessing upon all of us and it's such a beautiful thing when we go out there the sun priceless the views when you look at the trees and all that stuff it's absolutely amazing and we have to give thanks right of course. And we know who you bless, no man can curse. <laughs> right? So, Lily, we posed a question at the <clears throat> beginning, of, at the, the top of the show, um, highlighting or asking that if you break up with someone, is it all right for your friend or anyone to, well, anyone, yes, outside of your circle to date your ex? Uh, my friend wouldn't. Your friend wouldn't? No. You sure? Yeah. Yeah, because we, we know our friends. Yeah. 
it's kind of like it's an unspoken we'd like rule. to know we'd, no 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 that's not true <laughs> we'd like to say that we know our friends yeah i guess yeah okay because what can we say no it's a, it's an unspoken rule i think i've had this conversation many a times with mm. many a people and they have got differing thoughts okay um but no it's just you just you just don't you don't date your friend's ex because then if you do you're gonna go and think back over time and think well was that all that going on all along that it's going to open up so many and it's not even that it's like while they were with me while you was with me was you looking at was you looking at her or while he was with me was you looking at him like it's just it does a lot it does a lot to to mess with your head Mm. and then you know me i think further yes now you're my friend i have to don't have to but i'm trying to be accepting of your partners you're gonna want that person in my house no because there's obviously a reason why we're not together Mm. so why would i want them in my house yeah no because we had a a bit of a, a discussion with john john before he left out he says well i'm done with you so it doesn't mean nothing anymore. So why not? No. <laughs> so why not? It's, it doesn't matter if it doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah. It's just the fact that... No. <laughs> because this article... <laughs> you just don't. This article, it says... It, it was the woman she's highlighting that she's sleeping with her ex. And it's amazing. However, she feels guilty as she's friends with his wife. But this is what I mean, like... But my... She's... That's not a friend. Mm. Because not only is he cheating on his wife now, because she says I'm friends with his wife, which means he's still married to his wife, right? Yeah. So, you broke up with this person, this person married your friend, married... No, this... Let's say they wasn't even friends. He got married. Yeah. And you and her are now friends. I don't know how that would have happened, but now you and her are friends. Mind you, it wasn't her friend before they got married. So it, it's this is a total, totally different kind of scenario. But this is where I kind of thought, hmm, is it all right to, to date, date your friend's ex? But but then she says she's they, they weren't friends in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. But she says, I'm friends with his wife, which means they're friends now. Become I don't friends, even know yeah. how they've become friends because how have... The her and her ex, I mean, you know, he's cheating on his wife mm. with you. So they split up two years ago, but remained friends on social media. We had dated for ten months, seeing each other as a couple, or seeing each other a couple of times a week, and spending romantic weekends together. I don't want to ruin my ex's marriage, but sex is great. She's a 32-year-old car showroom receptionist and the ex is a salesman, age 36. So do they work together? Looks like it. Hey. So she's... They're a, a car show person and the ex is a salesman. Less she's than a, she's a receptionist. So, yeah, that's that's one scenario. Oh, they don't work so together. Wrong. He left his job and found somewhere else to work. Okay, okay. But when you think about it, what, what, do you, what are your thoughts out there, listeners? Do you think it's right for someone to date uh, a friend's ex-partner? 
or is it all right? Let us know. 07895134713. So it is a, a bit of a triangle there, isn't it? I just, I say this so often and I hate it, but women are so snaky and this is i had this conversation yesterday okay with someone and it's not you know that they when you're in a relationship with someone you say oh you have to trust that person and it doesn't matter they're texting and blah 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 and i always say this i said this to my husband i said this to you know my friends when we have this conversation when we when they go out mm. say they go raving or whatever it's not you we don't trust. It's the other women out there for this exact reason. Mm, mm. Because she knew he was married. She knew he was married yeah. and he texted her. And instead of her being like, mm, he's a married man, why is he texting me? Yeah. She continues, she accommodates him. Yeah. And then she takes it too far. He's an Egypt. But she takes it too far. Mm. And this is what I mean by it's so... Men have to be so careful when they're in a relationship because you can text someone unintentionally with no intent in it, just being a nice friend or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And that person takes it, oh, they like me. Level, and then yeah. you're this back and forth, back and forth, let's meet up, let's go mm. for a drink, let's do da 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 And then before you know it... step. And that's the thing, isn't it? It's it's the our intentions, really. I mean, if it's the fact that you, I don't know if you'd be able to remain friends, like you said, there would be lots of awkward moments, lots of awkward situations mm. that you might come up against, and you don't know how that person treated you. They're your ex for a reason. Mm. Um, your friend, you probably divulged a lot of your secrets because that's yeah. what we do. We divulge secrets to our friends. So why would they want your sloppy seconds in that sense? Yeah. And after they know how they would, yeah. So really, they and that makes you think. Well, maybe they liked them all along. They mm. wanted them all along, but you know, there was. And I've been around situations whereby um, someone I know has broken up with someone, and their friend has started dating their ex. I called it from the beginning. I said, this person is around because. Yeah. And it so happened, so said, so done. They ended up in a relationship together. But my thing was, I found it very hard because I was quite close to the ex. um, And I found it very hard to not look at the new friend, the new partner Mm. without this. You're only around for one reason. Yeah, and as as nice as that new partner is, you just can't you just you just can't get your head around. Do you have a different level of respect for them? Do you have any respect? I don't for have them? any respect for them. Yeah, because I know that you you were f- like even if you were sincere friends, you mm. still had ulterior motives when you was around my man. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. we we were friends or so called, and the moment we broke up, you jumped in my seat and it wasn't even cold yet how can you have any respect for that person mm-hmm. and then you obviously wouldn't want to remain friends with them it's very hard it's it's yeah because you're always going to think in the back of your head like you were you thinking that all the long yeah you like all the long? and that's that is the next part of the conversation isn't it 
Because then are you able to trust that person? No. Around your next fella? Because I guess some, some there are some women out there that they their whole intent is to just, if you say met someone, is to just break you up and that person up. Yeah. And then try and get one up on you. Or, yeah. You know, and that's, that's, that's definitely isn't a friend, is mm. it? But there's a lot of people out there that green eye people. Yeah, they're looking and they're they're not happy mm. with go and find your own. You you should be beautiful enough to do things on your own, you know. But I don't think it's that. I think it's the fact that they see what you have yeah. and they want what you have and mm. they literally want what you have because they think that's the only person that can give it to them. Right. And I have, you know, that you people say to you, oh, don't never leave your, your man around your friends and all of this kind of stuff. Um, and I am that person that maybe I'm naive to think that um, there's, I have friends that I can, yeah. we've got a caller. Yeah, carry on, Lily. There carry are on. friends that I can um, feel comfortable with leaving the room and, and mm. you know, them being in the same room as my partner, as yeah. my husband. But there are other people that if I'm walking out of the room, why still sitting down? Let's go. <laughs> Hi, Dee, how you doing? Yes, I'm good, thank you. Good show so far. Good show <laughs> yeah. so far. Hey. Right, you know me already. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm always on the... Well, not always on the other side. But when I sometimes when I hear people talk, yeah. there's this ownership of people. You don't own nobody. If you break up with somebody, it's done. Okay, now if there's a if there's is this okay between say actually you don't even actually need your partner your ex partner's position um, permission to do whatever you choose to do, or so does the other person. Yeah, but it's your friend. It is it is down to friends, right? And trust me, I've been in that situation where a friend moved to uh, moved to an ex, even down to a stage where I remember. Um, this was many years ago. This was back in, like, for instance, back ninety. I could tell you the year. It was actually ninety six. Mm-hmm. And me and my me and my mate went out. We went went up to Newcastle, okay. And we um, we was out in the club, and I met this lady, mm-hmm. and she really was feeling me, okay. I was feeling her, my mate. I asked him, "Come on, buddy, take take the friend." He didn't want to take the friend, <laughs> so he went with the girl that I was with. Right, mm. but that's different. Right? You both met at the I same time. With. No. So I turned around, like I said, "Okay, then." So, do you know what? It was just it wasn't even about because I don't. It's not about ownership. Mm. I look. There's difference when you're married. It's like we we, we, had, we had this kind of conversation again it, it, before, but it's it's on that same tip. Look. It's been known when people get married, okay, mm. and say for instance the 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 husband passes, and then usually the 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 brother or the or the friend or something usually ends up um looking getting close to that that person and and looking after the family I thought that's different, different now. okay yeah. but i I hear what you're saying is that for instance, look if people are breaking up on bad terms and then you're seeing them with the best friend mm. it's like yeah that's kind of off key right but if it's like if you all separate you you know and you're all happy and you still your friends and you still get on okay why is it why is it an issue for 
your friend to date somebody else and to be thinking that well you must have been looking at my friend when i was with them at the same time that's just like overthinking outthinking things yeah and it's quite funny because john newman he does say yes it's up to the ex surely so it's up Sorry? to the, um, john newman is a, a guy that's written in and has mm-hmm. said yes it's up to the ex surely so um we can all have again it's perspectives and where we see it from but i, I guess when it's if someone's passed over that's a slightly different situation but listen to that isn't it this compared to no, my mummy like, passed oh, on, passed on. No, 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 no. I mean, if someone's passed down. away, you said if someone's passed away and then they look after the family member, that's like look something after family, different. That's, that's, how it used to, that's how it used to happen during the war and all those kind of things. Yeah, there. Yeah. But now, if of, of today, the, the millenniums, I'm sorry to say, want, want to hold on to everything so much. Mm, mm. I feel you like, though, do you not feel like, <laughs> though, if it, if it was... Say like your friend saw saw the woman that you liked and whatever. That's calm. You've not been in a relationship with them. That's someone that you met on the day. But say like you was in an intense relationship with this person. Ten years. Uh, maybe not ten years, but you was in a long enough relationship with this person, and you don't end on good terms. And next thing you know, not, you, you, your seat hasn't even gone cold yet, and your friend is dating. Your well, ex, but so you you've you've said that scenario. But okay, if it's not if it hasn't got got um like for instance, like you said, the the bed's still warm. You know, look, I know people sometimes they break up and they move on. That's yeah. some people and some people take longer. You yeah, but mm. they move on with someone else, not your best friend. <laughs> well, well not, not, not someone that you're gonna see like, every week. Not necessarily. It's that same scenario about the the far um the the the. the Stepdad and mum get together with that kind of stuff. It's like, is that right? That when people look, if two people, if you're single and that other person's single and you like each other and you're feeling each other, why not? Why does it have to be? Why does there have to be a rule in it? Well, you know what I mean. It's not a pact that you grew up saying, right? You know what? If I if I ever break up with somebody, you can't be at them. I've made that pact with my. Is that a pact that a lot of friends do make? when you was young when you, you know you understand yeah we see those stories where they had them as kids oh you can't date my sister or you can't date my brother yeah kissing booth was an example that's, that's mm. a good movie to watch okay so it's, it's kind of like that mm. unless unless you guys have said blah 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 but nobody really talks about you know what when i break up you can't be dating my ex you we know you don't really it. bring Some that kind of conversation though. up but i know what you're saying is like is, is is common sense or that's how it should really be mm, mm. really i don't have listen somebody dating my ex-wife or are you a mother it's a little bit more closer listen to i'll finish it listen <laughs> it's a bit different but at the end of the day when you're done when you're done you're done and you both move on you know you just what you've got to do i respect and i want my part that my ex-partner to be happy mm. and if it means being happy with my if my friend can make her happier than i did then good on him okay but i know what he's getting himself into it's so beyond his own head yeah yeah you know i mean but remember what they say one man's trash is a next person's treasure mm. there you go that's but we can't look at people as trash we can't we can't we can't 
make that assumption or that judgment. Yeah, but I don't um, mean it is. I don't. I'm not talk, caught saying yeah, that she's but, trash. No, no, no. It's the yeah. yeah. The saying you're talking about the saying, yeah. right? Yeah. Yes. So thank you. Thanks yeah. for your insight on that on that matter because that's cool. Sometimes yes. it's good to, to hear other angles on the or where people are coming from when it comes to that. So thanks yes. for your call, my dear. You're welcome. Do you have any yes, requests? Sure. Any requests? Any requests? Yeah. Yeah. Patience. Patience. By um. Yeah. By um. What's that group called? Black Lotus. And that oh. really good singer, Di Carlo. Okay, I'll see if I have that one. I'll try and find it for you. All okay. Right? Okay, you have a, All right, then. have a lovely evening. Yeah, you too. Take Excellent care. Show. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. See, we, he goes another scenario there. I, that is, to me, so let's, 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 let's look at the scenario of your baby father dating your friend. Yeah. And then, what, are my kids going to call you stepmom now? Like, but, do you know what I mean? It's just, that to me is the same level as your friend dating your ex. They're still your ex. Yeah. Yeah. But then it goes deeper. It is on How? a whole other level because you've got a child okay. with that person. If it, if it was a throwaway ex that you're not really that, yeah, we're, we're done, I'm calm, it's cool, whatever you do, what you've got to do. Mm-hmm. But what my thing is, you still have to see this person. We might have broken up on good terms, but what if there's still feelings involved? Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. No, we're not getting anywhere. You're not ready for a relationship. I'm not ready for a relationship. Let's part ways. And then you start dating my friend. Mm. That's that's not going to be... And your friend's going to know that. That's my thing. Your friend's going to know we've broken up, but, you know, I, I know how I feel. I feel how I feel about him whatever whatever you're if they are your friend i'm talking about close friend i'm not talking about a branch on a tree that you know i'm talking about a a close rooted friend that you tell things to you're saying to that person well they obviously this is how i feel yeah and then they go and start dating your man there's there's no respect i've got to cut you off now because you're bringing this person into my environment knowing how i feel about this person when i we're talking about moving on. I can't move and on if that know, person's always around me. They know your deepest, darkest secrets in that. Yeah. That, yeah. So it, it, it is a totally different no, especially if you've divulged. But do you know who that happened to? Shania Twain. Mm. She knew that her husband was cheating and she used to tell her best friend everything. Mm-mm. Turns out that it was the best friend. And that, that tore her apart because not only did she lose her husband, she also lost her, friend, lost her yeah. best friend too. So... I have been in the situation where you've told someone something about your love interest. Yeah. And then that person mm. has then gone and dated that love interest. I've been in that situation. Wow. And it, as much as me and the person weren't friends mm. like that, we weren't close friends, it still made me think like, hold on a sec, I've told you all of this stuff what have you gone back and told the person <laughs> oh my I mean, because we do we overthink things mm, mm. that's what we're like yeah yeah i yeah 
It's a, it's quite a, a touchy <sighs> subject, isn't it? John John has sent something in there, but I I can't hear what he's said. Yeah. I've... So let's have a look. Li- no, I'll listen to it afterwards. We'll what play, we do? We'll, we'll play some a, music. And yeah, then... we'll play some music and then we'll come back after the break. We'll see y'all in five. Manage work, working, no procrastination, just earning. Really had to take that chance. Now I get pounds on the net worth, looking like sterling. Seeing hella man preaching, speaking, but we both know that he ain't that person. While I run true like Jesus Christ, might just turn my first to a sermon. Big man speaking, 2020 still see the rest them lurching So it's 1010 on all 80% on sales and earnings Keep it 100 with all my G's See us all up cause we all put work in Break bread then pop, pinkies in the bag real talk I can show you what a perk is Compress, delay, then process Master of I eat in my like hotel Mine on goals, sidestep those who are potion Down like vultures If it ain't money we talking, that's time wasted I just want work, I don't want waiting I just want perks, don't go church So I don't sing praises, man just lay my verse Let the vocals work, collect on the earnings and lay it Patience, don't know it's all about patience It's all about the patience Taking my time, no rush. Keep it on the high, patience. See me grinding for my freedom. Too many lies and I see them. Man would say he's your day one till that day comes. Was a cheap and I don't believe him. I just stay in my zone. Stay on my J's and my J's. Open my third eye spectrum clear. Can't take my spirit away from top like it's burnt. Emphasis on my third time, second and first on my firm grade. Can't lose like I'm cheating, go hard to this whole time. And even then, I know I go far like don't fight. Catch me on my own vibe, shout and be no independent, no cost. It's all about the patient. Taking my time. Keep it on the high. Patience. Ha ha ha. 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 Ha ha ha.
Oh yeah, that was, that was a request from DiCarlo, Patience, Black Lotus. And it is really all about the patience, isn't it? Because we do we can find ourselves in some trying situations, right, Lily? Yes, we can. And um, sadly, sometimes it's good to throw out these intersectional questions mm-hmm. because, you know, it's like a crossroads. How do you, would you react in certain situations mm. and so forth? So is there, if there's anything that you'd like us dis- to discuss on the show, um, listeners, please send in the question, send in what you'd like to like for us to discuss. You have our WhatsApp um, 07895 I've moved my shelves about a bit in here, so it's just there. And uh, we're going to be moving on to a book um, that highlights um, leadership soon. Mm. So we'll be, because we'll be finished these ones soon, won't we? We've got. On the 10X. Yeah, just a couple more left. Yes. So we're on number 16. Yep. Demonstrate Courage. Oh, wow. Oh, we spoke about that right at the top of the show, didn't we? Very interesting. We were referring to truth. Sojourner, yeah. She was very courageous. Yeah. Um, So it says, courage is a quality of the mind or spirit that compels people to face dangerous situations in spite of fear. It's rare that people feel or are described as courageous before the event that compels them to act in this way. Rather, they're referred to as such as a result of taking action regardless of their fears. Soldiers and heroes never refer to themselves as brave before they endure hardships. As far as they're concerned, they are just doing what they have to do in that moment. Wow. So I guess if your ex does go out with your boyfriend, they've got to be courageous to do that as well. They've got feelings, I guess. And sometimes you can't go against your feelings. Yeah. And in a world where we are programmed in a lot of instances... Mm. It's very hard to break traditions. It's very hard to break programming. It's very hard to break things that we feel aren't right to to us. But to someone else, it it doesn't matter. Yeah, I've... Sorry, I just feel like I have such strong views on certain things. (laughs) Like the mother, the the mother-in-law and the son thing. I just think there's certain boundaries that ethically we shouldn't cross mm. maybe not the friend one the yeah. friend one isn't really ethic ethically wrong it's just it is an overstep of a boundary to it you it is yeah it's as just a friend. how you feel how you how i value friendships mm. is i would never cross that line and i wouldn't even to entertain the idea if that mm. makes sense whereas mm. obviously other people's um, value on friendship doesn't mean that they value your friendship any less it just means that their opinions on things are obviously different than yours mm. but my opinion on that is so strong maybe it's a good thing that I've just got married friends because you know it's just I don't know I just don't think it would be I'm not that person that would be able to continue that friendship mm. yeah 
And you do see certain things. Mm. However, it does take some sense of courage to even go into that. Yeah. As well as, like Sojourner Truth, speaking up. Mm. When something wasn't right for her, or no, it was just downright not right Mm. that she spoke up about it. And she went that step further and she says, you know what, dude, you, you, you want to treat me like that violently? I'll see you in court. Yeah. And she done it. And that was at a time where... Black people had no voice, they had no say, Mm -hmm. but she found a voice and she used it. Mm -hmm. And she says, I am a woman. I am a woman. Or am I a woman? She asked. Mm -hmm. Because everything that someone, a a male Mm -hmm. or someone, the way that they were meant to treat a woman, she wasn't being treated that way. And that's why she had to ask that question. Am I a woman? But she she was amazing. I, I really am going to read. Um, there's a there's a website. I must tell you about this website, listeners. It's very very good. I'll put it in the the link below as well. It's called the Majority Not Minority UK, and it has an amazing reading list in there. It's the reading list is phenomenal, and so if you are avid readers. There's some really, really good books in there. I've put them in the chat room, in the chat box, so you can tap into some of those and um, see what you get from them. Because, yeah, readers are leaders, right? Yes, they are. And um, <coughs> mind you, Truth Sojourner wasn't because she couldn't read. Um, but she she obviously had it all in their there. brain and in her heart too, mm-hmm. isn't it? So well, we've come very close to the end of the evening, haven't we, Lily? It always goes very fast. It I does. Find. First of June. The year, the month, the month's gone very fast as and well. And summer has started. It has, it has, it has. It's so excited when I see the sun because I'm just like beach, hol- beach trips and, you know, enjoy the outside. And now we can be out. Yeah. You yeah. don't know when they're going to lock us up again. So now we can be out. Mm. We need to make sure we're enjoying that sun. Absolutely. So I'm going to pose a question to you. Does violence beget violence? Um, it's just how well, video. There, there's a scripture you posed here. It says, put the sword back in its place. However, the scriptures also say an eye for an eye. Mm. So I don't know. I feel like persistent violence may beget one strong retaliation for example your child coming home constantly just looking like they've been licked up and then you just you've just had enough if the person hits you again you hit them back i know that we're not supposed to do that but (laughs) in that instance that's where frustration may lead to violence beget begetting violence Mm. um but it never really accomplishes anything does it really that's right, because Jesus said, if you live by the sword, you'll die by the sword. Mm. You yeah. see, it's only that I saw this video. It was it was a while ago, and it was of a woman. She went into a hairdresser's, mm-hmm. Chinese man owned the shop. It was a black woman. And he stated that she'd stolen a pair of eyelashes. So he started to choke her, putting like a choke hold and everything. And he'd done it for a while. She Obviously, she got away but she brought her sisters back with her and they had um, mackerel tins in socks. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and took it back to beat the man and they beat the man. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's too much. They beat him. But 
but him stro- strangling her, he tried to put in one of those chokeholds that the police, you know, he's thinking taking the law into his hands. And it was this was just for wait. So because she didn't pay for eyelashes? No, he said that he saw her steal eyelashes, but she said she didn't steal anything. As in a box of eyelashes that cost one pound twenty. Yeah. Yeah. This was in the United States. Oh, man. So he proper put it, put one on her and she went and brought a, a lady's back. Hey, Ivank, get the Vaseline, that kind of thing. <laughs> it was that kind of thing, you know. Oh my and they goodness. went and they dealt with him. Yeah. Yeah. So that's I don't that feel question. like, oh, this is going to sound really ratchet, but I don't feel like the anger should have been put on him. Maybe like mash up the shop a little bit, but then you're just going to get yourself <laughs> Still in trouble. Violence though, isn't it? Mashing up the shop. I know, but then what's the, di- what is, I don't know what's, she should have just reported him to the police. Yeah. But given but it the is circumstances. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So you would get more kind of accomplished by hitting him where it hurts, mm. not physically, literally just don't go in his pockets. Yeah. Then going back to beat him up with mackerel tins. Mm. But they did. They they were lacing him up. But it 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 does say violence and hate only create more violence and hate. Mm. No matter how good the intentions are, in the immortal words of Martin Luther King, hate begets hate, violence begets violence, mm-hmm. toughness begets a greater toughness. We must meet the forces of hate with the power of love, mm-hmm. and that is so true, isn't it? meet the forces of hate with the power of love and I think that's really a nice note to um, actually finish on because in the society we spoke of being kind up the top there didn't we mm. about being kind saying to people saying something nice or saying something nice was it hashtag what Lily? hashtag say something <clears throat> nice hashtag say something nice day yeah. as well as sojourner speaking and she, you said that she helped farmers mm. well, you know done all that stuff as well didn't she yeah help them get jobs and things like that see so i think that love always conquers mm. no matter what anyone says love is the driving if it should be the driving force and that is what will conquer everything because mm. we see it every day we get up and the sun is in the sky mm. And it doesn't just shine on one person. Exactly. On the righteous and the unrighteous, mm. that's what the scriptures say. But how beautiful that it doesn't just, we don't see where all the good people are. Mm. And I don't think we would want to, a bit like, it's a bit like the, the whole jab thing. Oh, I've got it, so I'm a good person. Yeah. You know, it's, it's this differentiation and, and making a distinction between again. people. Yeah. And that's... It's happening in so many different ways, in colour, in taking a jab, in being fascist and a Nazi or something Mm. over there. Why? Mm. Why all the division? Why all the division? Someone made a good point about, if you heard about the ants in in a jar, and if you put red ants and black ants in a jar, they will all be fine together. Mm. But if you shake that jar... The red ants will attack the black ants because they felt like it was them. And the black ants will attack the red ants because they're assuming it was them. But no one thinks about the person that shook the jar. And we're constantly put in this battle, us against them, us against them. Yeah. Black against white, Asian against whoever, um, vaccine, vaccine, vaccinated versus non-vaxxers. Whereas who is the person that is shaking that jar. There is someone 
there is a group of people that are constantly shaking the jar. Yeah. And no one goes to the source. Everyone goes to the opposing side. That's not actually the opposing yeah. side. Yeah. One point, if you get a chance, there's a, another documentary on Netflix mm. called The Secrets of America. Mm-hmm. Something about The Secrets of America. It is such a good watch. And you see it go full circle and see the agenda yeah. and who is who the puppeteers are. Yeah, because there are puppeteers. Yeah, who the puppeteers are. So it's just not falling into that trap. Yeah. And really having our own minds. Yes. And like we always say, doing the research. Mm. Do the research. So beautiful listeners, we thank you so much for listening. And um, yes, we are here every Tuesday from 6 till 8 for the Let's Talk Drive Time show. Not forgetting as well, following me will be DJ Laro from 8 till 10 tonight with a, 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 I can't remember the name of the show, but it's a great show um, following us. And tomorrow we have Darnell the Therapist as well as Charlie Muir with the General Disarray and the Wellbeing Show. So really, I guess all that we have left to say to you all tonight, thank you so much. And we will see y'all on On the the other other side. side. Take care. Good evening.